Welcome to the Warrior Women Project podcast, helping you become a warrior woman, sort your shit and find better balance in your life. Hi, it's Jen here. I'm just jumping in very quickly before the interview with Paula starts, just to let you know that during the interview there was a couple of little technical hiccups. And because we were recording um, Paula's in Spain, there was a couple of times that the recording froze a little bit, so it might jump through a couple of words. So bear with us through the interview. There's still loads of awesome content in there. And enjoy the podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Warrior Women Project podcast. And today I have the very lovely Paula Denver with me. I met Paula through an online group, business group that we run together, and I've been following her for almost a year now, must be, because we've, mm. we've nearly been in that group a year. That's flown past. <laughs> and, it has. <laughs> <laughs> scary. And I absolutely just love everything that Paula has put out there. I'm really inspired by her own journey, and I wanted her to share that with my listeners so that they're not always just hearing about me. So Paula, welcome to the oh, podcast. How are you today? Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm okay. I'm doing okay today. Yeah. Bit, 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 bit fuzzy. Yeah. But um, that's a bit, through the podcast. Yeah. yeah. So if you no want problem. to introduce yourself to the listeners and tell us a little bit about what it is you do in the world. Yeah. Um, I'm a, a mindful yoga teacher teach pilates as well and uh, i'm a meditation coach and i'm i'm known as uh, as a wellness warrior as i um sort of run my business uh through my own learnings through my own my own journey in this life so and i'm based in spain i've lived out here for for nine years so i'm very lucky and very very blessed so and that's where i am at the moment what inspired the move to spain the in well it's it's quite sad but then it's a positive thing unfortunately i lost my brother it was uh, my my parents had already been in spain for a, a, a good couple of years and so did my sister and so we used to come in here and you know come over here on holidays you know two three times a year and that so it was only uh, myself and my brother that was still in the uk and he's very very close to my heart he's actually one of my best friends and um unfortunately he um he got cancer and he died very quickly within like six weeks he was um told he was uh, terminal yeah. so from sort of you know diagnosis we we lost him mm. so that in return i sort of um took a downward spiral and everything sort of health and fitness related um i sort of rebelled against and just basically said to my my husband and the kids right we're moving to spain you know that is it and uh, within yeah six months we we were out here and we started a uh, a new life so you know out of, out of sort of sadness you know some you know happiness has come out of it because yeah. uh, i've got my mum and dad down the road about 40 minutes away and my sister just lives around the corner yeah. so and we're um you know we're very blessed obviously to have each other yeah and be able to actually be there for each other yeah yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah, it is nice, but I mean that that in return that was sort of um, a downward spiral for me because, like I said, I sort of sustained. Well, I went through a you know a breakdown then because I've been in the industry since '96, mm. 
so you know I was, I was sort of always into you know you know health fitness not so much wellness at that point um but you know for, for my brother to to sort of you know for someone so strong and powerful and vibrant and loving he, he just had this wonderful aura he used to walk in a room and you know and he could light up a room I know it sounds a bit of a cliche but that was the persona he was a typical Leo that was the yeah. type of persona that he had yeah. so you know and I obviously dealt oh god totally so obviously I dealt with that um well the only way I thought I could and that way was just to switch everything off you know and um really withdraw withdraw into myself and and I actually went through you know uh, emotional eating binge eating and actually put on about three and a half stone but that was the way I you know that was just the way I could cope with it yeah. and you know luckily for me as like you know um, uh, we were sort of sorting out the move I did I was offered some you know some CBT uh, by the hospice so wonderful and I'm still a massive supporter of hospice even like now yeah. and um you know, and then obviously just through, you know, moving here, um, I thought it was all sort of behind me, but you can't, you know, suppress your feelings. And I think that sort of, as, uh, you know, came out in sort of my, you know, other ways of, of my health as well. Mm, yeah, emotions are such powerful things that oh. you don't give respect to. Yeah, totally. When something traumatic happens and you don't know how to deal with it and... I think I, I know certainly in the west of Scotland and I imagine England's not that much different that it's just have a cup of tea have a pint you'll be fine you don't need to talk yeah. about it very is that that very British stiff upper lip kind of attitude that's like there's all this stuff going on that needs to be dealt with that, that we just as a yeah oh my god yeah well my my biggest matches is you know in order to heal we need to feel and especially, you know, you know, we hold and we suppress our emotions and all this stiff upper lip and all that. And, um, you know, yeah, there comes a point where, um, you know, sometimes, you know, you, you, all of us have to move forward. But then we also have to deal with what's going on because, um, you know, it's going to come out one, one, you know, one way or another, you know, through physical pain or, yeah. you know, or, or, you know, by an illness, which, you know, possibly could be a lot to do with you know what I've, the condition that I have you know to this you know to this very day yeah. Yeah. but and I can't sort of say enough how yoga and meditation is not a cliche how this has helped me you know for my own like I said at the beginning my own sort of um wellness journey as well yeah so what, at what point did the wellness stuff start to come into your life then <laughs> Well, I, um, within about 18 months of moving here to Spain, I was offered this great, great opportunity of having my own studio. And, and you know, even in the UK, it'd never been an ambition of mine to, you know, to have a studio. I was quite happy being self-employed and also working for the clubs and, you know, doing my classes and that. But it was too good for me to turn down and I needed a base here out in Spain. So I took it on and I had two wonderful years of, of having my studio. Um, but it was just that, you know, little old me yeah. and uh, my mindset then turned from obviously I lost the weight, but then I became quite obsessed with exercise, obsessed with diet, obsessed that I thought I needed to look a certain way to do my job and to be happy. So in return, I was like, I was doing about 23 classes. And I look back at it now and I just think, God, how did you do it? Yeah. So it was like, you know, seven days a week. I was on Facebook, running Facebook groups. Um, you know, nutrition groups, um, 
you know, strength training groups and everything. And then suddenly I had to go, you know, so, and it did, and it was my health. So I, I was sort of poorly for about a couple of months. And I just thought, oh, I'm tired. I'm tired, you know, like you do, and you work through it. And I worked through it and I worked through it. And then I went away with a weekend with hubby and I came back. And uh, the following day, I just, he just couldn't wake me up. And, uh, and anyway, subsequently I went into hospital and I'd, I'd contracted meningitis. And it was confirmed, thankfully I had the viral form, but I was in hospital for like two weeks and came out of there uh, just feeling, well, you know, my, my whole world had been turned upside down as well as like, you know, physically feeling, well, I've never felt this way before. I was just so, so weak. I couldn't even like, you know, walk. My mum and my hubby had to help me and stuff like that. And, and it was, that was the turning point for me for my wellness journey. I, you know, closed my studio and, um, I really started to look deep with inside me, you know, a lot of soul searching, a lot of reflection, but then a lot of anger, um, you know, disappointment and went through a whole range of emotions. But, but um, you know, yoga kept coming up, meditation kept coming up, walking kept coming up. Um, but yeah, that was the main, main turning point uh, for me on my wellness journey. And, um, and that's really sort of where I am today. <laughs> You're still, we were talking before we hit record on this, and then although you had that meningitis virus a few years ago, you're still working with, I was going to say suffering, I don't like that word, you're still working with yeah. the aftermath of it. It's yeah. Weird up. It wasn't. I mean, you can get, there's, there's different strains of, uh, of, you know, you've got the bacterial uh, meningitis. Um, and there are a couple of strains of different viral meningitis, but unfortunately for me, because um, it's reoccurring, they thought it was just going to be, a, you know, like a, a one-off. Um, that was what six years ago. Um, within about sort of, I think it was about twelve months afterwards, it, it reoccurred, and then it was reoccurring. So I was back under the neurologist, and I've been um, diagnosed with something called Mollerets, and it's named after this French guy. Uh, this French scientist who's actually, you know, done lots and lots of tests and lots of research into uh, this reoccurring strain of it. And then I'm afraid, I mean, I don't like to call it a disease, but that's what it's classed as. Um, and it comes under the rare, rare disease category because there's not a lot of us in the world. And, you know, if I say to people, Mollerets, they're like, what, what, you know, what's that? So mm. to me, I just say, look, I've got this, um, reoccurring strain of meningitis, and it just stays in your system and it can be triggered off by something simple like a couple of late nights um stress um tiredness and um and yeah so so to this day and, and ironically you know i've had like we were talking about i've had a flare-up this week you know this weekend i could feel it coming on and it just starts with you know tingling in the head really really bad head that's why i'm sitting here with my uh, with my sunglasses on talking to you because you're very sensitive to bright light yeah. and it just the only way I can describe it is that you you feel as though you've been hit by you know or I was gonna say hit by a truck it's not really nice sort of visualization but like you've had 10 rounds with Tyson but it's not so much the physical it's how you feel mentally it's this overwhelming brain fog you know this morning I haven't been on Insta for a couple of days um, 
but this morning just to write this simple simple uh you know sort of little mini blog about me sitting down at the beach yesterday listening to the waves and I had a you know really really good cry you know I had a good cry on Monday as well and it's not out of self-pity please don't get me wrong it's just that sheer frustration because uh, like I said in my, my mini blog this morning I'm a naturally curious person um and I'm just curious as you know why it's happened um but you you just I just you know you just got to let it go you know, you just got to let things flow. But it took me, honestly, hand on heart, you know, about 40 minutes just to sort of write this sort of like, I think it's about eight lines. Um, and then I just, you know, posted it up on Facebook as well, just to sort of get my message out there. And, I, you know, it's it's okay not to be okay, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's hard. I think it can be hard for us when we work in the industry that we work in where we are promoting positive attitudes and positive lifestyles and stuff like that that is hard for us to go do you know what some days are shit because everybody sees yeah us totally as happy, bubbly mm. yoga, Pilates, that energetic person and for some i think we find it i think it's our egos that find it more challenging than other people find it challenging to see yeah totally i mean it's you know stress um, it's quite funny because <laughs> I had um, I had to have some physio about oh it was about I don't know a couple of months ago two and a half months ago and um, I um, I had like this little injury to my upper back and my sports massages weren't doing it and of course you know teaching yoga practicing yoga a lot of it does go through your upper body so I have my regular massages and they also help with a flare up as well but my physio he sort of looked at me and he was like. Paula, he went, sorry, this is my Spanish accent here. He goes, he goes, Paula, he goes, are you stressed? And he was looking at me in, in, you know, straight in my face. And I was looking at him and I went, no. And he went, but your body, your body is so stressed like that. And I, and honestly, I sort of, in my head, I was thinking it's quite ironic, you know, a, a meditation and yoga teacher that is stressed, yeah. but actually, you know, mentally, I don't feel stressed, but physically probably my, you know, my body was, yeah. you know, and, you know, and you do, like we, you know, said earlier, we carry a lot of stress and, and in all the, the, cause I'm massive into, um, neuroscience, especially now, cause, um, in December, my latest MRI scan, because of the constant flare ups I've had, I've been told that I've, I've got about six to eight brain lesions in the frontal cortex of my brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, which wasn't, which wasn't very good news to hear. But hey, you know it is what it is. So I'm on this protocol now for the next year of these antivirals, um, which I'm going to take. But I just thought it was quite ironic that you know, in my job, you know, which I am full of love, light, you know, happy, positive vibes. That you know, I can, you know, you can be. You know, I just sort of thought this blog, you know, the stressed out yoga teacher, because you know, whether you teach, you know, yoga classes or whatever you teach you know we're still human you know we've still got the emotions and the stress factors of running the business and day-to-day life but just going back to stress stress I think is a major component to uh what I have because my body was just so so stressed physically mentally emotionally but I just didn't you know listen to it you know and I think we all should and that again is my mantra that I I say to myself, and I'm always, always saying to my clients, you know, listen to your body, listen to your body, because it's, it's so, we've got this inner, inner built GPS system that's telling us that things aren't right, yeah. and we just need to get in tune with it. 
and we choose to not listen because society tells us that we need to be busy and we need to keep going and we need yeah what lazy people do and all that kind of live 24 7 you can sleep when you're dead nonsense and it's like yeah no that's wrong <laughs> yeah no totally totally i mean yeah i mean exercise is is you know it's great i mean walking's been extremely beneficial for me in my healing journey um, you know, I'm a massive walker, massive hiker, being just out in the fresh air. Um, but, you know, but Reiki as well. I just want to sort of bring up Reiki. I'd read about Reiki and I had about a year of uh, weekly Reiki treatments. And I can remember laying there. I've got this amazing therapist. And for the, about the first like two to three sessions, I was just laying there sort of expecting a miracle. And in my head, I remember thinking, nothing's happening. Come on, come on, you know. Show me a sign. What's what's going on? You know, I expect to sort of you know jump off the couch, and you know this sort of miracle to happen. But I remember that it was about fourth session, and this overwhelming feeling of emotion, but then also this overwhelming feeling of calm, you know, and 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 of and acceptance as well. And I just fell in love with Reiki there and then. And like I said, I had it for a year. And then I met this wonderful, wonderful lady that, um, you know, I think your vibe, um, you are, you, you do connect with people, you know, on, on like quite a strong vibe. And I was just attracted to this lady on a vibe level. And she turned out to be a, um, a master trainer in, you know, in, in Reiki, sorry. Yeah. And uh, and I actually done my Reiki one and Reiki two with her over here in Spain. She's got a property out here, and she's just the most wonderful, wonderful lady that you know that I've met. And although I must admit, hand on heart, I don't self practice enough, um, but I do, you know, sort of, you know, offer it for my clients. And I do a lot of it with my dogs. One of my dogs, um, she's really, really anxious. Bless her. You know, we have lots of bangers and there's always a fiesta out here in Spain. Um, but if you're looking at enhancing uh, your wellness and you feel so, you know, you sort of, you tried lots of things, I would definitely recommend that um, to at least give Reiki a go, you know, a couple of sessions. Because yeah. um, for me, I just found it extremely beneficial and, and others um, that I've sort of suggested it to or, or other people that I've, I've met like in the Reiki world um they found it really really beneficial on lots and lots of levels yeah sorry i'm just going to take the other screen off because the computer's telling me because there's three people on it we're limited to time so i'm just going to oh, I... I may just pause the recording oh dear right technology yeah technology <laughs> Off. I thought it was a user error again because we did start off with me having my headphones plugged in and my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it wasn't. It was just technology being technology. Anyway, we're back. Right, so we were talking about Reiki and yeah, Reiki is amazing. It's, um, I think you do need to have a few sessions for you to tune into it. And then once you tune into it, it's like, yeah, totally get that. Because I remember the first time I had it done, I was like, nothing's happening. Yeah. You, you, question, yeah, no. you question it so much. Yeah. I think, I think because you just got to just sort of lay there and it's, 
you know, you sort of, like I said earlier, you expect this sort of, you know, like, I don't know, like singing and dancing to sort of happen. Yeah. And to sort of, you know, sort of everything, you know, everything to be cured. But it's, but what I find is just the calming, the sense of calming of it. And um, obviously, because, you know, you, you're working all on your energy, energy body. Because we are just like all big, massive bundles of uh, you know of energy, um, and the more obviously I I use my meditation, the more I become you know intuitive. And I think you know we've sort of we've 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 all experienced it. You know, you can you can walk into a room, or you can even like meet someone, can't you? And you yeah. you become you can become instinctively intuitive about them. You know, bad babes or bad babes or yeah, 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 totally. Or even just feeling the, you know, the energy like in the room. But um, yeah, I t- de- totally, definitely agree with you. You've got, you need to have at least a couple of sessions. Yeah. Um, you know, sort of, even sort of, you know, before you even get sort of, you know, get to feel the benefits at least. But I definitely recommend people to get you know at least give it a try if they've sort of exhausted all that all other avenues because it, it's it, there really are some wonderful benefits to it. And again, it's just another alternative way of um, enhancing your you know your wellness. Definitely, definitely. And I think it just it's like when you do meditation the first couple of times you do meditation you come away from it going not really sure what that was about. And it just takes time yeah. for your energy levels to get in tune with the energy levels that you're trying to tap into. It's not like you just yeah. you on switching where it is until you've practiced it a little bit. And then once you've practiced but, it, it then switches on and off much easier. Mm-hmm. But that's it. Like, cause you know, you learn a lot about, you know, meditations and, um, you know, especially when you do, um, like with me, when I done my two hundred hour teaching, like um, what four yeah four years ago, I wanted to go into it deeper. Yeah. So that's why I sort of done you know separate sort of um, meditation um, teachings as well, and um, and I, I go off on like um, Monday. I probably sort of said this, this is where the brain fog kicks in to do my mindfulness teacher training, and that sort of led me to to actually do this pre course work that I've had to do two. Um, meditations a day and they're like you know they're like 30 minute meds that you've got to do and um, but I've also had to self journal it you know thoughts you know body sensations emotions but see that's the thing about meditation is that you know a lot of people they sort of you know they say to me and you've got these preconceived ideas because there's tons and tons and tons of techniques that you can do but the first thing people say to me is um oh I can't meditate I can't shut my mind off and you're like, I'm like, no, 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 you will never, ever, 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 ever shut your mind off. That's not what meditation is. But by that, you know, by then, I've already lost them. They're not interested. Yes. They're not, you know, they don't want to do it. They don't want to do it. Okay. Which is absolutely fine. But I just, if people listen to this and they haven't tried meditation, but I just want to sort of say to them that, look, even walking outside and listening to the birds, or, you know, listening to, you know, going down, if you're lucky to live near, you know, uh, a beach, just go and listen to the waves. Or just walk through a meadow and just look at the flowers and just, um, you know, like, just it's just being in that moment. Now, that is meditation. That is yeah. still a form of meditation. You're not switching your thoughts off. Yeah. 
you know that and like you know and you know i could spout off lots and lots of different ways it's finding what works for you like personally i've never got on with apps because i've always liked being outside and meditated and i'm not saying please don't get me wrong apps do work for a lot of people and they work for a lot of my clients as well but you know for me that doesn't work for me but it works a lot for others you know, so again, just, just coming back to meditation, it's finding what works for you. And you, if you have tried it and you don't get on with it, please, please keep trying it. Because, you know, even I've, regu- I've regularly been meditating now for, what, four, four years. And, um, and even in, like, you know, my, my learnings now, you know, and it, it's not all sweetness and light and harmony and everything. You've got to sit with your pain. You've got to sit with meditations. You've got to sit with body sensations, you know, because... It, 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 it's not all love and light and unicorns and bunnies and fairies. It can be bloody, it can be bloody painful, but then isn't that life? You know, life isn't all like, you know, happy vibes all the time. It's, you know, life it is hard, but then it's also what, you know, what we make it, the good days and the bad days, you know? So, um, so stick with it, guys, or anyone who's listening, you know, to please to try and just to find what works, you know, for you. And um, and even just, you know, change different med- meditations as, as well. Yeah. yeah, I find some days I, I can sit and meditate in silence or just with some chiming sound in the background. And then other days I need to maybe journal or go out for a walk or do something different. And it just, it's tuning into what you need on that specific day like yeah to- totally like with me you know uh, sometimes I like you know a bit of music you know a yeah. bit of uh, you know a bit of mantra music on the background but then other times I prefer to be in silence especially if I have to get up early you know because some days I start at half seven and if I haven't got time my meditation for that day could be literally sitting outside in my car outside my client's house and just closing my eyes and and either just either coming back to my breath Mm. Or just, you know, just coming back to nothing or listening to the birds or, you know, just, it just could be as simple as that, you know, and it's, it is hard. It is hard. There's no denying. Don't let anyone say to you that, you know, meditation is easy. Um, but it, you know, it, it can be done. And I just, you know, like I've just said, I just uh, really encourage people to, to stick with it, with it because the benefits are, you know, for me, I found, you know, on a wellness point, physical, mental, emotional point, mm. um, it's helped me um, find myself. And that's not a cliche. <laughs> it really has, because you've, you've got that beautiful quote, haven't you? The more, uh, the thing about meditation is, you know, the more and more you become you. And I can't agree with that, yeah. um, you know, enough, because yeah. that, is how I've, that is how I felt, because you're peeling back the layers that we all build up and build up and build up and you're you know you're finding the real real you in your raw essence you know your raw state yeah how you should be and it's something that we see that we tend to go and search for out with ourselves we're always looking Mm. for something somewhere else when it's actually inside you all the time it's already there anybody everyone has and what's wonderful is you know lots and lots of people are recognizing the benefits um you know of it now and it's like just coming back to my mindfulness teaching is that um you know this is taking me uh, on a on a deeper level of my own personal journey 
but it's also going to help me enhance the way that I can, you know, I share and I help others, um, you know, you know, in my business and, and my family, my friends is that, um, they just take mindfulness meditation, for example, you know, it helps with pain, you know, chronic pain. Mm. It helps with, you know, anxiety, self-esteem, you know, depression. It, it actually, you know, helps with, uh, you know, eating disorders. It even, help, you know, it helps with addictions, you know. Yeah. And, and obviously I, I will be, in a couple of weeks' time, I'll be in a much better position to understand it. And I actually spoke to one of my girlfriends who i done the mindful yoga teaching with and, she said to me, oh, my God, Paula, she goes, you think you can meditate now and you think you understand mindfulness now? She goes, you wait till you've done this 10 <laughs> days' worth of training. She goes, you just go into it on a, on a deeper, deeper level, you know. So, so I really apologise now to, to my audience, you know, because I'm already a, a, deep, a deep thinker anyway. Yeah. Um, so now I'll, I'll come back and I'll, but then I'll, I'll be in a better position myself and like I said yeah. you know to sort of help my clients as well to just share the love share the wellness love <laughs> That's it. and people only need to take their meditation as far as they personally want to do it and I think the way you're describing it as your, your journey is going on it started as a little bit here and there and gradually built and gradually built until now you want to go and take it to this other level and I know for myself I'd started just with a couple of breaths sitting at the traffic lights at the car every now and again and then yeah. felt, the, felt the benefit of it and then you want to do it a little bit more and a little bit more because you go, oh, actually, this is really, really good. This is yeah. what I've been chasing when I've been going out partying or when I've been doing other things that have numbed pain or distracted mm-hmm. what I was yeah, searching no. for out there. No, I totally get that. For, for, for me, it was walking meditation. That was like my first, you know, that was sort of my first experience of it because, uh, you know, to get my strength back after being poorly and coming out of hospital, I just used to walk. And again, you know, walking meditation, that's, you know, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing thing to do. And, yeah, you know, you want to sort of, you, you just, each and every one's their own, you know, they just find what works. Then, like you said, sitting in the car, or, um, you know, just taking a couple of minutes a day, you know, even whether, you know, you don't have to be spiritual or woohoo or, or any of that. I only sort of, you know, chant and, you know, sing round the incense six on a Sunday, you know, but, um, <laughs> but like, um, or get me crystals out. But it's, it's just, you know, it just works, work, what works for you. We're, we're all unique and it's just fine. I think we're all finding that in a, inner calm that inner peace and you know to just be more because that's what it's it's the main thing for me it's um it's been about self-love self-compassion I think that's what meditation has definitely done for me because I've always used to not always but going from you know sort of um binge eating and then going right down to obsessive eating and Mm. you know restricting everything and I had bigger biceps than my hubby and you know, a six pack and this and that. And, you know, my head was telling me I had, like I've said before, I looked a certain way. So I didn't have the, the compassion for myself. I didn't have the self-love. Yeah. But now, you know, I'm just rocking what I've got. I don't own scales. I don't weigh myself. If I want to have chocolate, I eat chocolate. If I have crisps, I have crisps. You know, don't get me wrong. I do obviously 
eat well. I have to eat well because of my condition of my brain health. Yeah. But I don't beat myself. You know, I don't beat myself up over anything like that. And you know, I've got cellulite. I've got wobbly bits. <laughs> but do you know what? I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know, I'm 48, and it's taken me, you know, into my late 40s to actually find this compassion this self-love and this self-acceptance and it's not a cliche guys you know i really do think it's down to meditation but and then also the yoga love as well yeah on my on my path yeah because when we were talking before when you first did your yoga it was the the sort of really intense kind of very energetic almost gymnastic like I mean, I've been to some of those yeah, you know, very... classes and you're like oh my god this is such a tough workout yeah yeah it's power power based yeah. um I used yeah I used to teach ironically enough power, you know power yoga you know and um you know sort of you know strength-based work and it, I thought that's what my clients wanted and to me that is what I thought you know yoga was like you said acrobatic and and you know and things like that um where you know now to me you know yoga is for everybody and you've got all the beautiful people doing all the beautiful poses but that's not the style of what i practice um you know mine is 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 mindful and it is along the lines of mindfulness and especially you know yin yoga is a beautiful method of yoga again it's it's very very meditative it's very healing yeah um and it you know, anyone that does, you know, a lot of sport as well, even helping, you know, sporting people, it just brings everything down. It brings the body back down into, into balance, you know. So, so yoga, yeah, is a great, great tool. And again, that's something that everybody can sort of try and try to tap into and just, you know, finding, you know, what, what works for them. Um, yeah. But no, gone are, the, gone are the days of my strength, or strength, strength yoga workouts no I was just gonna say uh, I'm quite happy now to just sit in easy pose on my mat you know but then but then but then saying the days I, I want to sort of you know I want to be that sort of games lovely about yoga is it's um it's a tool where if you want to sit on your mat in butterfly or easy pose you can do or there's days that I want to bring energy or fire into the body so I can just make it a little bit more dynamic but I'm but I'm always aware, you know, I'm always tuning in, I'm always listening to my breath. And, you know, again, it's like movement, um, you know, m- meditation. And, yeah. you know, just leading on from that point, you know, I um, I was told early days, early stages of, um, you know, my post-meningitis, um, you know, not to do this, not to do that, not to do the other. But I didn't go into the gym for about, two years because I was frightened it was fear I I didn't want to go back to that place I didn't want to make myself ill um but through yoga you know I was getting stronger through my walks I was getting stronger um and then all of a sudden I decided that um I just had this idea that um I'm going to run a marathon I thought I'm going to raise money for charity I'm going to run a marathon now I've never been a runner and I won't bore you all but from about six months I went from couch potato to running my first marathon and I absolutely loved the whole experience but throughout the whole of my training I was mindful yeah start with my yoga practice and I ran around that course in Brighton like a Cheshire cat (laughs) so um and I still you know I still keep up with my with my running now and and, 
you know that again that's that's movement meditation but you know if you are out there and you have got an illness or you're struggling to where you know to find yourself or whatever you've just got to really sort of you know be guided very much by how you feel and do what you want to do and just come back to listening to your body and yeah. uh, you know and that's that's what I did and although you know I still love my walks and my hiking I still love to go out and run and I never ever thought even when I was a strivy PT that I'd ever become a runner because I just used to like you know bash out a quick 5k on the treadmill you know from a very strength ego standpoint yeah um again just being outside is just really therapeutic and that that's what's helped me and you know we were saying before you we started the recording that I'm, I'm quite stubborn and there's a lot of stuff that I haven't listened to with regards to my consultants and that but I'm really lucky now that I've actually found a specialist who gets me and, and she's a runner as well so she <laughs> yeah she'll understand she does she does she does definitely understand and that that helps doesn't it yeah definitely because I know, but certainly with my consultant, he just looks at me sometimes like I'm mental when I'm telling him the stuff that I'm doing to look after myself. And he's just like, okay, right, whatever. <laughs> like, I'm happy and it's working for me. And Well, I'm, yeah, to- totally. Yeah. It's like you tune into your own body and listen to it and do what it needs. You have to because I'm not... You know, don't, don't please don't anyone take this the wrong way. But I was right up until this December, I was totally against taking any drugs because they wanted to give me all these, um, you know, like really, really strong sedative drugs. And actually it's, it would have been the same medication as what they use to treat epilepsy. And I don't know mm. whether anyone's aware, but that that's strong, strong, potent stuff. And I just would not have any of it. I just found my own method of going down the holistic alternate route and that was you know that worked for me um but then um you know as soon as they said to me you know brain lesions they're inoperable it explains a lot how I was feeling last year my brain fog got worse even though physically I was feeling you know really really good um I just thought I'm not going to muck about with this you know I've got to meet them halfway so the protocol for me is to take these antivirals um for the next year and then just, just, you know, just, just see what happens. So I think there's no right or wrong way. It's finding your own path. It's finding yeah. what works for you. Maybe mixing up alternative with the traditional, yeah. you know, if you have got an illness or, or you know, whatever you're, you're going through. Um, because we're just all unique. You know, there's no, there's no rule book. You know, there's, not, um, there's no, sorry, one size fit, fits all. Like you've definitely learned, Jen, you know, yeah. by your own experience, haven't you? And experimenting yeah, with things. Yeah, definitely. You know, look at you. You've, you've done incredibly, incredibly well mm-hmm. with your condition, which is so, so debilitating. Yeah, yeah, it certainly can be. And I know when I was on my journey of being on the medication, because I had got to a point where I... I like you could hardly walk like I needed somebody there to actually help me get up the yeah. stairs I needed to get a cleaner in to help me do things like change the bed sheets um, yeah and when I was at that stage I was like right I need to have medication and I need to be on this medication until I feel physically right 
And I remember mm-hmm. the morning I woke up and I was like, I'm ready to come off my medication now. And I just knew, and I had been saying for a while to the, to the hospital, I want to come off my medication. I, th- I think I'm ready, but I wanted to get my scans first just to see where they were at. And even before I'd had my scans, but even before the results of them had come back, I was just like, no, I'm definitely ready now to come off. And I know that I might yeah. go back and things might get worse, but I'm at that point where I'm prepared to take that that chance yeah. and see how things are. And I've I've been off my medication now for nearly 14 weeks. And yeah. so far so good it's all still in a very very good place and but that is me listening to my body listening to the hospital as well a little bit but ignoring them sometimes especially when they told me I had to lower my expectations (laughs) I was like "Eh, you need to raise (laughs) your expectations (laughs) yeah exactly you can't because we can give power to things can't we you know we can give power to things that you know, it's like me, don't get me wrong, you know, sorry, I'm going to swear, but I was absolutely shitting myself. When she said to me, brain lesions, I was like, what the fudge, you know, yeah. what is going on here? That was the last thing I expected. And, you know, I was like, you know, so what do we do? And that's what she said, you know, we, we go down this route of antivirals. But she said to me, Paula, keep doing what you're doing. She goes, you mm. are an inspiration. I mean, this is my neurologist saying to me, and I'm thinking, what? And she's going, the way that you handle this condition, you know, it is rare, you know, and I, I think I'm the only client of her that actually has this moderator. And she, she said to me, you've got to start blogging about this. You've got to start writing about this, you know, just yeah. putting it out there, you know, because you are inspiring the way that you do it. And, you know, I'm thinking, what, what you know, how, how am I inspiring? She said, but, but, you know, but what you've done, the way, you know, you don't sort of sit back and think, well, this is it. This is the cards I've been dealt with. I've got, oh my God, you know, I've got brain lesions. That's it. You know, because yeah. I sort of said to her, you know, what, what is, and I, I don't even think I've put this out, out, out there even to, you know, to my clients, whatever, but long-term worst case scenario for me is I could get more brain lesions and I'm, I'm, the probability is high of me getting MS in about 10 to 15 years, okay? So, of course, that, I sort of dwelled on that again, coming back to my meditation, I started my thoughts on that, but now I was like, yeah, but that's 10, 15 years, you know, not going to give that any power. I'm here, yeah. I'm living in, in the now. I'm doing what I can do. As far as I'm aware, I'm running Brighton next year. I should have run it this year, but unfortunately, because of um, the results of this scan, she said to me, look, forget about running she said actually just do light to occasional runs but I've been given the go-ahead to run again when I saw in in April yeah and uh but she said only up to about half marathons so okay then so (laughs) but but to me later on this year I mean I'm still going to start my training for my marathon um you know after summer and and uh, hopefully I will get the green light in in um I've got a review of her next month but then obviously at the end of the year, I will get this green light, but it's not going to stop me do, doing the things that I love and enjoy. And also, you know, as I continue on, on this wellness journey as well, of finding things that can enhance my day-to-day life and, you know, to just sort of, um, you know, feel better, but to share it with other people, you know. Yeah. So what you've done, Jen, is you, you've guided yourself, you listen to yourself, and, and I'm hoping that your consultants are learning off of you and that they are inspired by you, 
you know, which they should be because yeah. they don't know mm. everything, do they? Yeah, they don't live with you 24 hours a day. And Mm-mm. we have to take responsibility for our own health and for our own well exactly. We can't hand it over to somebody and give them the power when they see you. No. And I see my consultant once a year. <laughs> do you know what I mean? He's, he's, do you? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen him, I saw him three times last year and now it's going to one year appointments and I only see my nurses now it's going to every six months yeah so it's I am I am in in the past um where are we god in the past sort of six years I I was actually signed off by my neuro and I didn't see him for two years and that was actually when I went back to the gym and that was when I decided to run my marathon and um, I was honestly feeling on top of the world. And, and by that time, they'd obviously said, you know, oh, I've got chronic fatigue, I've got ME. Yep. So, of course, the message I was putting out there was, I'm kicking this butt, you know, chronic fatigue can do one and all this. If I can do this, I haven't got mm-hmm. chronic fatigue. But then, unfortunately, it just came back last year for no rhyme, no reason, like I've, you know, sort of said this morning in something that I've written. It just happened so... I am back under, you know, my neurologist, but I was two years not seeing, you know, anyone at the hospital. And again, that's the frustrating thing for me because it is reoccurring. It lives in the body. Um, but, you know, it still doesn't stop me, like I said, from, from you know, sort of trialling out different things and, and like, you know, like you, you know, just making yourself feel better and, and be, just being guided by your own instinct isn't it I mean, yeah, what, you know what better thing to do really because who knows you better than yourself you know yeah. it's you isn't it yeah and it's listening to those little signals so when you're unwell it's what is, what is it that this is trying to teach me what is it that I'm doing wrong if you like mm. like what part of my life is it I'm ignoring to try and do something else because nine times out of ten when I've been unwell in the past it's because I've been ignoring my health or thinking that I'm looking after my health, like you were saying earlier about being ego-driven and being in the gym and teaching like 20-odd classes a week. And you think, oh, well, I'm being really fit, I'm really healthy, but you're not. You're actually, because you're not resting, you're not recovering, you're just chronic stress, chronic stress, chronic stress. And you forget that physical stress is as damaging as mental stress and emotional stress. Totally, you know, stress affects us all at a cellular level, be it, you know, mental, you know, emotional or, or physical. It's, you know, it's going to affect us some way. It's going to come out. You know, I've got, um, you know, a lot of clients that have suffered burnout, not physically, but, but mentally mm. and emotionally because of their job. Yeah. You know, and they've, they've been signed off or, they, or they've taken early retirement. And, you know, even, even now it's affecting them, even though, you know, they're not working and, you know they have you know a, you know a, a good balance in life now but it can just come and it can just bite them on the bum you know some days you know and and it's you know just learning to listen to those triggers listen to those signs and taking time out you know it's it's it's, it's okay you know it is okay to rest you're not lazy you know yeah. it is an act of you know self-compassion and um and you know, self-love. You know, it doesn't have to be Sunday's rest day. If you're coming from work and you're exhausted, then you know, just you know, do what you want to do. Run yourself a nice bubble bath, like light a candle, or just chuck some music on. You know, I'm, I love, I love music. Yeah. You know, 
it's just finding what works for you, following your own your own path, isn't it? At the end yeah. of the day, you know, and um, you know, doing what feels right and being in, in, intuitive with everything. And I think that's um, you can just bring everything in into balance. And it's not going to happen overnight for a lot of people. It's always an ongoing journey. Uh, but if you could just make these little tweaks, you know, to what what feels right, then you know you can enhance a hell a hell of a lot. Yeah. You know. It's giving in, yourself in permission. It's giving, yeah. It's giving yourself permission and when you get it wrong, go, yeah, I got it wrong, move on. Try something else, try something else. And what works for you one day might not work another day, but you know that it's there to go back to maybe at some other thing. Yeah. No, no, I couldn't, couldn't agree with you more. Couldn't agree. It's like me this week. I'm just, you know, I'm just accepting where I am, sitting here talking to you with my, you know, my Greta Garbo sunglasses on. You look beautiful. And, uh, <laughs> just <laughs> messy hair, don't care. Um, <laughs> just just accepting, you know, just accepting where, where I'm at, um, you know, this, this week. You know, I've got my little poochie here laying on the bed with me. I'm glad she hasn't started barking yet. She'll be never so good. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a few other dog guests on. <laughs> no, Have talking, you? Yeah. Um, who was it? Nicola Buckley, her dog, was having a bark. Charlie and somebody else's. I can't remember who it was. It might have been Leah. Yeah. Oh, he's there. lovely. Uh, Tilly, it's, Tilly has been very good, considering I've got the, all the windows open and she's just laying on the bed with me. Um, she's just like, oh, she's just like, looked at me to say, yeah, whatever. No. <laughs> it sounds You're lush. talking about me. <laughs> yeah. It just sounds like perfection. <laughs> so if anybody listening to the podcast is interested in hearing more about your story or following you, where are the best places for them to get in contact with you? Or Well, you you can um, you can find me on Instagram. I'll yep. share my vibe out there. I'm under Pilates Yoga and Wellness. Yep. And, um, and then I've got my own Facebook page as well, which is Pilates Yoga and Wellness. Um, but yeah, just, um, you know, hook up, get in contact or, um, yeah. drop me a line or, you know, if anyone comes out to where I am, then, um, please, you know, it'd be lovely to, to meet up. You have to come out, wellness warrior. I know. Let's come out and see me. You're in Mercia at La Manga Club. I'm, yeah, I'm, I, I live literally five minutes down the road from La Manga Club, which is sort of, um, southeast. So yeah, it's the region of um, beautiful region of uh, Car- Cartagena. So you've got Alicante is about an hour north of me. Yeah, and then because I know that Spain is a massive country, and Marbella <laughs> is like five five hours um, really? south of me. I know that because well, yeah, because I drove down there last year. To um, that was on one of the Yvonne's um, retreats, a weekend retreat. I went down to and drove yeah. down with my sister. So, yeah, so I live in the beautiful region of Costa Colida. So I am, I'm extremely, extremely, extremely blessed. Um, you know, so um, but I'd still be going, if I, I moved over from East Sussex, I'd still be going out, walking along Eastbourne Pier or Eastbourne Seafront or the Downs, even, you know, in the windy, wet weather, because I just, you know, I've always loved just being outside. Been yeah. yeah. But, I mean, yeah, the sunshine. The I know. Yeah. But you can't beat, I mean, 
One you can't thing be I do the <laughs> you can't beat you can't beat the sunshine, but there's nothing better than going out and you know getting all wrapped up and then coming in and you've got in the UK, you know, you've got in Scotland, you know, you've got your carpets, you've got your central heating. <laughs> now, believe you me, it does get cold here in Spain. I promise you, we haven't got you know we've got the marble floor, we haven't got the central heating. The the houses aren't aren't obviously equipped. Um, for the coldness but you know look you know it it makes up you know the majority of the time the weather is good you know I'm the yeah. peace I'm filled with gratitude I'm not complaining um and it's just started we've had a bit of a random winter this year um but the weather is good and it definitely definitely does lift your spirits and it makes your heart sing you know but then there's there's you know when I see pictures of you know my girls and my friends and my family in the UK, I still very much hold the UK very, very dearly in my heart as well because it's very green and lush and beautiful. Yeah, you don't really appreciate yeah. how green it is here until you've lived somewhere where it's brown. It's, and yeah, then you come back and you're thing. like, yeah. is that what green looks like? <laughs> yeah. And green is my favourite colour. <laughs> but yeah, it, can, it gets very dry and, and bracken here. And, um, you know, February, March is a beautiful time here because the flora and the fauna is out. We go, yeah. you know, you've got the wild, all the wild flowers, which are, which are beautiful, you know. So, but, you know, swings and roundabouts it is, you know, life is good. So, yeah, so if anybody's ever in my region or they come over to the Manga Clubs, it is a big uh, sporting complex. You know, I teach the club as well as doing my own thing as well. Just, share, yeah, just drop me a high and we could meet up and go out for a wellness walk or we could sit on the beach and listen to the waves and just be yeah you know so yeah hit me up anyone or you're gonna have to come out here young lady i know i need to go and check when i can get cheap flights to alicante and hire a car and come down yeah i can always come up and get you so just so just yeah well, well, you're I'm, just I'm not going anywhere you're just making it easier for no, me well <laughs> It's, it's as easy as you want it to be, all right? It is always. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> oh, cool. Right. What I'll do is I'll put the links in the show notes for people to be able to find you. So I'm going to just say thank you so much for being on this podcast. And no, sure, thank you for inviting me. I'm sure the listeners will really, really enjoy it, including all of my little technical hitches. <laughs> Oh, God, these things are meant sent to try us. I wouldn't have a clue how to do it. But no, thanks so much for in- inviting me. I hope I haven't waffled on too much. I do no, have these mad, 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 mad ramblings. But no, it's, it's been lovely. It has been brilliant.